0: Welcome to This is Not a Green Room, the podcast where we talk to friends and comedians of New York Comedy Club. As always, we're coming from beautiful Court Square, Queens at Pinch. Is it Pinch Music or Pinch Recording? Scott Pinch always yells recording. at me that I said the wrong thing. But then, you know, you get it backwards. It's like when you meet someone's wife and then they tell you her name's Sheila, but then you call her Shannon. And then they're like, <laughs> no, it's Sheila. But then for the rest of your life, you're like, wait, is it Sheila or it's is the it m- Shannon? It's the Michelle Melissa
1: syndrome. Yeah. No matter who I meet, if you're Michelle, you're, you're, Melissa you're getting called Melissa. You would think
2: Michelle would be your favorite name in all of the world.
1: Because of Michelle Branch? Yeah. 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 I've never called her Melissa Branch, so I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, our guest today is the lovely Jess Solomon, who I'm really excited to have Hi. here. Yeah. Is it Jess uh, or is it Jen? A- <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't Jennifer know. Salmon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm excited to have you. I, we've wanted to have you on a couple other times, but you've been very busy. You've been all over the place. Yes. Um, and of course, we've got the the whole triumvirate is back this week. Nick, Wait. Rachel, and I. Amy, I'm Amy. Um, yeah, so I want to jump right in. We were just talking about this. I'm so curious to talk to you about you recorded a special with your wife yeah. uh, at JFL Montreal, so continuing our theme from last week, talking about <laughs> JFL. Um, tell us about it.
3: So my wife and I have a duo act called the L Solomon. She's Iman Husseini. I'm Jess Solomon. L Solomon's was our wedding email and like hashtag. And so, and now it's like a comedy duo act and brand. And we just started doing it. Of course, of course you take a beautiful thing in your life and you're like, how can we monetize this? That's it, yeah. I mean, literally the email we use for our duo act is the same one that people would have emailed to be like what's the dress code you know? um so you know if you want to mess you know we'll, well we'll accept gifts you know at this stage from any fans that weren't at our wedding uh but um yeah we started doing this duo act actually not this past summer but the summer before at jfl i was there doing galas Uh, a French and an English one and I had this big time space in between and they knew that I was going to be in town for that while and that my wife because she's very supportive would be with me and that she's very good at comedy and that we had started doing this cartoon account on Instagram and kind of working together a little bit but so they were like why don't you guys do a show and it was just like 20 minutes each solo and then 20 minutes together and that was, like, the first time that we sort of properly put together 20 minutes of, like, sharing the stage. And then over the course of the year, we just kind of kept doing it until it was, like, an hour-long show. Um, and then they offered us a uh, special, which is kind of nuts because we've only been doing it a year. We've both been doing stand-up alone for a while. Never – no comedy specials. Uh, no, Iman had one back in Canada a while back. But um, but it just – yeah, they were they were really on board with it. And so it's for Crave – which is a Canadian streamer, and I mean, I think maybe they're gonna try to sell it elsewhere. Maybe awesome. if not, we'll have like some code we'll just VPN into Canada. Yeah, yeah. I, I think <laughs> I think we get like a code, and we'll for sure have a viewing party of some kind in of New York. Yeah. So you, so you were a lawyer. I used to be a lawyer um, before uh, before comedy. Right. Um so <laughs> a, ten years ago,
1: UN crimes, human rights, right? This human rights, right?
3: yeah. War, like cri- war, war crimes, Christ. war crimes, human rights law. Wow. That was my, uh, that was Talk my about bag.
2: Three sixty. That was yeah. <laughs> that's that a one eighty. That was <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant.
0: Wake and, up! <laughs> and i <I'd> go- <laughs> Wasn't that crazy? You went around, you did
3: comedy, and then you I went like, right back yeah. to being a lawyer. <laughs> Full three sixty. <360. laughs> I was like, did my mother send you here? <laughs> I was like, wait, is this? <laughs> Am I? Back you should have brought law? a coffee as well instead yes, of this I, green yeah, drink. Should have. Sorry. The matcha is okay. supposed to be. you're drinking much Uh, it hasn't kicked in um yeah so i the the thing is that it's taken so it's been 10 years since i left law i mean everybody tells you comedy takes 10 years and when you're starting out that seems crazy and of course there's like people who are genius exceptions but i'm not one of those people and i couldn't but it's true that it actually took like 10 years to like put out an album do fallon do this comedy special it all happened at the 10 Year mark from wow. since leaving law, and now, like, those things are things that finally not the album so much, but definitely Fallon was something that my mom could like wrap her head around of like, okay, okay. This okay fine real. you know <laughs> yeah this is real i get it uh like almost it was like ever since she joined instagram that she saw because on, she wasn't on, on social media <laughs> yeah so a couple of years it was like actually for a lot of people the worst thing for them is for their parents to join social media um and it would have been bad like on facebook i think or twitter but just with the photos she really just i think she didn't understand what i was doing every night or that i was out doing comedy every night and then she like that really gave her insight and in, positive insight into like oh, okay, you're working a lot. And to the point where she was like, you know, I don't know, maybe you should take a break sometimes. and You know? <laughs> yeah, so that was... um, But yeah, so she wasn't at the comedy special taping uh, at JFL because it just... You know, I can't have her there for yeah. a full hour. You know, there's too much. There's too much. Already it was weird. We did it. You know, we're both from Montreal, so we were in our own city. Um, and people knew, have known us like separately, but they hadn't really seen us as a duo act. So it was really cool to do it there. It was really packed. But the, the way that they'd set up the taping, there was just a small number of very spread out, like kind of tables um, on the ground floor. And then all these people up in this balcony that we couldn't see. And I... I was so panicked about just being so close and so everyone's lit up and just seeing these tables because I knew that I was going to know people like there was for sure one woman who's like, uh, uh, my grandmother's not alive anymore, but one of her friends still is. She's like 96. (laughs) This woman is incredible and I love her so much, but I could fully see her the whole time. She's, she's like a Holocaust survivor. She's like, she, her life is incredible and she's not very judgmental. She's pretty cool and stuff, but I just hate, I hate seeing people I know on the I like for them to come. It's supportive, but I don't want to. I don't want to see see their faces. Yeah, yeah. And we do a thing in the special where we have to. We set up a couple on a date, and so I wanted to have enough strangers to pick from and because the whole thing is we pick we try to pick a jew and a muslim oh you pick in the audience in the audience Uh um yeah so we try to pick a jew and a muslim i mean the joke is basically that we don't want to be the only ones out here disappointing our families so we're trying to find some controversial mix we can't always uh Find that like we were in Vermont and it was like well like
0: it was like you like maple syrup and you don't like yeah maple yeah syrup. yeah it was like yeah exactly it's
3: like a, a snowboarder and a skier like a Hillary and Bernie like what what's the what's the thing here you know um but we did actually uh well this so this is the story that I was wanted to tell you guys is it, but I don't know if you have anyway I'll tell you qu- quickly so we had Take so, okay tell so we set story. up so we set up this couple and it's kind of a fun thing because like the whole special like. You know, it's just like a lot of it is jokes that are rehearsed in the audience. You know, I'm sure like it likes it, but like feels that to a certain extent. And there's not a lot of improv really other than this one part where we really don't know what's going to happen. So we, we ask who's single and we don't say that we're going to set them up on a date because we realize that when you do that, yeah, no, one no one's going to raise their hand. And then we asked who's Jewish, who's Muslim. And then, um, you know, people raise their hands and then we asked this, um, one girl like, uh so there were two single girls one was jewish one was muslim and then we asked them their sexual orientation and one said that she was a lesbian and the other one said that she was queer and then Iman was like, isn't that the same thing? And I was like, oh, my I'm God, like, she's like, know, you're about, about to I'm get afraid. canceled. I know. I know. I'm always just like, she's an immigrant. She's like a generation behind. It's a language barrier. <laughs> Please excuse my wife. She doesn't know what she's talking about. It. She wasn't even gay before me. She has no experience. It's like She wasn't? No, no. She literally has no experience in like as being a lesbian outside of our marriage. Um <laughs> Anyway, she doesn't yeah, she doesn't know I'm I'm not the best one. Um, <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't tell her. <laughs> and um and so we so the, so the, yeah, so then we, we were like, "Oh, perfect." Like so then we 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 try, we set them up on the date and then they everyone's cheering, they get up and there's a table that then gets lit up and they sit there and they get brought like wine and like candle and whatever and then we ask them some compatibility questions. And that was all really fun. And then we go back, and this is kind of towards the end of the of the hour. And we go back, and we do a bit more stand up. And then we go to check in on them, and the light comes back on. And then, um, the you know we're like, "How's it been going?" And then the Jewish girl is like, "Oh, it's been pretty good, whatever." And and then we ask the Muslim one, who actually it turns out is also Palestinian, which is what my wife is. So that was <laughs> weird because she like looked like the whitest girl you've ever seen. <laughs> and um, and then I was like, and then she, and I was like, "How's it going?" um and she she was like oh it just i'm i'm a little bit nervous cuz i'm not out and oh. i know and what? like this is being filmed i know there's like literally cameras rolling everywhere around the room like signs everywhere that you're on this is being taped. We have one taping. We're like, it's been going pretty good. We're like right at the end. And we would have just moved on to someone else. Like yeah. we're not, this isn't like a yeah. gotcha situation. <laughs> like this is really about bringing people together and, and from different backgrounds and, you know, promoting peace and love and like a humorous way. You know, and so it was, a, and so the audience was like, because <gasps> it wasn't like a, and I'm coming out tonight, you know, no. like, kind of <laughs> feeling. And I, I did something, um, that I surprised me, but I know that this is something comedians like a real comic move, um, was I, you know, I just said, don't worry about it. Nobody really subscribes to crave TV. And <gasps> so Iman like almost fell off the stage cause she didn't expect me to say that. Yeah. And the audience really died. Cause now I just like thrown the whole production under the bus. Yeah. Um, and normally like i'm very afraid to do that kind of thing but it just like i just it was just like i, I had to say something yeah. and um and so it really got a huge laugh i don't know if that will stay or not um and then you know afterwards we give them their like prize and it was like and everything kind of rolled after that and it kind of that broke the tension and then it kind of like the show wrapped up and then she a- apparently signed the release forms and then afterwards um we started getting like email like full panic emails like the next day from her um, to like all of our accounts, the El Solomon's yeah. that I mentioned, <laughs> our individual ones, DMs, Instagram. And she was just, I guess, like really panicking. And um, and I you know, I felt badly but at the same time, like there's like a part of you that's like annoyed because you're like, I work. This is something we've worked yeah. so hard for. You know, we got this in the can. Like we had this one shot. Like we didn't need it to be you. You know, why did you say? On you knew that this was being recorded. Why did you say I'm multiple queer? Yeah. yeah, like you were
1: asked. You got on stage. You set. I mean, you had to know that this was
3: happening. Yeah, I just it, it just. I should and, have just said,
0: oh, sorry, I'm straight.
3: She could have said it straight or I don't want to answer. That's too personal a question or something Um, that she just like went with it. And it was anyways. uh, And so basically what I what we wrote back was just to say that we sympathize like she's just like I'm not ready to come out but no one's ever ready to come out Mm -hmm. and I mean I think we've all been pushed in our own ways um but I I couldn't really say that to her that it's going to be the same stress like if you come out now or if you come out in a year or two years like it's not going to be different but I couldn't really say that so I just I just said you know we sympathize and we've all both of us have been there in our own ways but um and because she wanted to be like blurred out like like FBI like oh, put, yeah. like, like witness it protection you witness protection like have her voice off it would have just been so weird and like really like defeated the entire purpose of everything yeah. and been so like how many questions would that raise and anyway so basically um I just we were like okay well, well I guess we'll, you could
0: spin it you could be like it's a super famous person you never <laughs> <yet."> <laughs> yeah yeah
3: yeah <laughs> maybe that's what it is um but then uh yeah so we just said you know we're not unfortunately like we'll relay all of like, your concerns and ideas to the producers. It's like, we don't own this. It's not ours. We have no control over it. Yeah. And then she started going towards like just for laughs and bell media and like the, like the people that own you know, the, the telecom, agent whatever the people yeah. that do own it. Um, and it's not like she could really make a big deal because if she did, she'd be outing herself. Right. I mean, you if, know, if she brought yeah. a lawsuit, like what is, it it's would... going to be the same, you know, and they're like perfectly the, like on the law, it's like completely kosher. Yeah. <laughs> on the law. It's really good. That's pretty, that's like the most Jewish statement. <laughs> is that is that a war <laughs> talk? It's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's kosher. Adjourned, everyone. Um, <laughs> you know, this war it. crime is <laughs> <over>. kosher. <laughs> um, and then, anyway, so basically, the idea now, hopefully, this is what will happen, is that it'll they're going to animate. Over oh. over her, which was a kind of a cool thing because we have this Instagram account yeah. that's a cartoon that we do every week at, at the L Solomons um, on Instagram. And I wanted to, and we work with this illustrator who's like a third of this whole thing that's not us on stage. but, um, And we wanted to use animation, but you know, it's expensive. And so they were like, oh, we don't really have a budget for it. But now they're like, well. okay, well maybe we, you know. <laughs> and so so it could be that they end up um, hopefully... Working it out so that they animate the couple part. How do you and feel about that? I would. I. I mean. I think it would be that so actually cool. Actually, it's a great way for okay. us to work you know. It out. I mean, there would have to be another little part that's animated and some other. It couldn't just be that alone. Like yeah. it would have to be a bit coherent. Like maybe the intro would be <laughs> yeah, animated like the intro and sequence then... and you know. Because I had seen Hassan Minaj's uh, Homecoming King, and to me that was like really like something that I love what he did, yeah. and I thought like that kind of thing. I mean, obviously on a smaller scale uh, would be like a good model for our special he does we have a few slides and stuff um and but yeah so now they're looking at at doing that iman is more mad because she um you know it's always like when it's your own people you're more pissed yeah you know so she's just (laughs) as like i can't believe it you know people think we're so backwards and now she's trying to sabotage this and it's just played into everyone's you know idea of like what you know muslims are like and and like you just and i i mean i'm the same way with with jews like i freak out and she knows how to handle it so much better than i do but i you know it's just yeah it's it's just i think it is weird how that
2: happens because i'm the same i'm jewish too but like i i get so mad i get so mad like at the stupid shit that they do it's not a
1: fair representation of all of us (laughs) yeah please do not look at that one person (laughs) exactly that's that's that is a crazy so it's like So so
3: that's the story um which is uh which was like our I guess base story from from JFL on that yeah. tape, and it's still pending. Like that's you yeah, guys are still figuring yeah. it out. Yeah, I mean it's um, now it's the the anim basically the animators that like they've met um, our guy has met with his JFL and the animation company, and now they're just like sorting out what is doable like from a budget standpoint. So I hopefully the numbers will work out and they'll be able to yeah do that because it would be so sad to lose that chunk. It's really like a big yeah. part and like a very cool. Part of the um of the special, and I hope they keep my my joke, <laughs> my real <laughs> comedian joke of like fuck everyone man You know, I, I'll <laughs> say this: I don't give it. I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah, <laughs> I care that you're paying my bills Well, yeah, yeah, legal, yeah.
1: legally speaking, though, you don't have to lose it. You can use it because she signed the waiver. Right? Yeah,
3: absolutely. Like, I mean, no, exactly. And I what, what's gonna? I think they're just seeing if there's a, m- a more kosher a nice way. human way. Of yeah, no, a absolutely nicer human approach but yes I think because uh, there's
1: a part yeah. of me because we have to deal with this in a in a very not really relatable thing but like when people ask for a refund and we're like no you've seen that we have a no refund policy at the club 17 times before you hit purchase so now you want a refund no
3: it doesn't work like that what kind of why do they ask for refunds like what's the yeah they're dumb they don't like the Canadian? 700 reasons. Uh, only
0: once has someone ever actually said, I didn't enjoy the show and I want the refund. <laughs> Everybody else. Uh, here are many lists of reasons, re- just recently, that people have asked for refunds. Uh One, oh, there was a great poor, so Ekaterina, have you met Ekaterina, our Russian hostess, box office person?
3: Uh, I don't know. Long, she blonde, is glasses. the okay. greatest. Uh, I think I see, I mean, I didn't know her name, but yeah. yeah.
0: I love her because she's super Russian
3: and like i mean it's like it's the stereotype to the oh, t- yeah like no, she it, went it, to college in
0: america she speaks fluent english she's got beautiful handwriting by the way which no <laughs> americans have um <laughs>
1: but, but she's, wait, she's very she does not Russian. represent all russians i no, think exactly. we've already established but that.
0: like she terrible penmanship. She'll, she'll send things rest. to me sometimes too like you know we give out free passes if you buy a full price ticket for a certain you know there's certain things we are like uh, we donate them to things. But they are restricted, and it says so on the ticket of, like, if we're sold out or if it's a show that's about to sell out, we don't accept those passes, you know, whatever. And she'll get into these things with people where they're like, I got a free pass. What kind of scam is this? Why can't I come to the 9.15 show? That's the show I want to come to. She's like, you can come to the 7, the 8, the 10.15, the 11.30. We just don't have room for your pass at 9.30. And then she'll, like, forward it to me and Andrew and be like, I don't know what to say to this person. How can they complain about something that is free? (laughs) (laughs) And she got into it with this one guy last week who wanted a refund. He started off, he goes, nobody told me there There was no mention of a two-drink minimum anywhere. And she writes back, it's actually mentioned twice on our website before you purchase tickets. And again, she's doing it in this very like official Russian yeah. way. And then he goes, well, I didn't sign anything that said I agreed to buy two tickets. And she goes... By buying the tickets and showing up, it's also on the sign at the front, and I told you with my mouth when you checked in. And uh, <laughs> oh and then God. he says, "Well, there." I didn't know how much they were going to cost. I didn't realize I was going to end up spending twenty three dollars on drinks. And she's like, nice. "They are printed on the menu. The menu clearly dis- displays the prices." And and then at some point, I forget what the last thing was. He said back that she just forwarded. She goes, "I cannot speak to this person anymore."
3: Um, <laughs> I mean, how is he even still talking? Like, I can't you know, tell at you. That point, yeah. just the accent alone when would you know. I wouldn't bring I would but she should have like a oh, well this was all
0: over email so I'm reading the accent over yeah yeah the yeah stuff.
3: no but he would but have heard it
0: oh no he, he would have heard back- it when he checked in but not in the oh. in the email oh
3: everyone's so brave behind the computer yeah
0: <laughs> Uh, so it just sounded probably like more a little bit autistic, I think, than because that's yeah. the thing is like she's fluent, but she uses a pretty formal, a slightly formaler <laughs> version of English than like we do yeah,
3: in person.
0: Um, so there was it's that guy Russian.
3: on the computer. It's autism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a number of people
0: recently have uh, tried to get a refund because they claim our Non-alcoholic package. If you're not buying alcohol, is discriminatory, and I'm like, you don't know what that word means. Uh, but you have,
3: but you have a non-alcoholic yeah, package. Exactly.
0: I would be discriminating against you. By the way, also, non-drinkers are not a protected class, so it's not discrimination anyway. No.
3: But if you, <laughs> not even in Canada, are they protected?
0: <laughs> in the nicest country
1: on earth. But it's like, wait, they're non-drinkers in Canada.
3: <laughs> also, we don't have them.
0: Yeah. yeah. Fair. Uh, it's like, no, I would be discriminating. Against against you if I didn't let you in because you said you weren't going to buy beer. Instead, I let you in and I let you buy all the sodas you wanted and I gave you some popcorns. Calm down. Um, i trying to think of some oh, other pretty God. good refunds. We, we Drunk I'm... people we've had to kick out yes. okay. for being That's disruptive have yes. tried to get a refund and we're That's, like, no, you, you brought even... this upon yourself. So
1: the dumbest one is when people buy the tickets, they go through the whole thing and they think they're buying for another club. And I just have to like let them know, like, listen... We're the New York comedy club, not a New York comedy club. You don't just buy a random ticket and then show up to whichever venue you like to. like, I got my ticket here. I'd like to come in.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but also two people just like genuinely, I think from other places, like mostly Americans, uh, you know, if they live in Idaho or whatever, there's one comedy club within 100 miles. And they at no point do they understand in their brain that there are multiple comedy clubs within the city of New York or the state. We got a call yeah. from someone who thought they were buying tickets to a comedy club in Saratoga Springs, New York, which is like 270 miles away from here. Oh my and then God. they called up they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was buying for blah blah blah." And I'm like,
3: "How How
0: How did you think that this whole time? Our location is clearly noted with the address while you're buying the tickets since we've got two locations we want. You know, like there's so many things that you have to ignore. To get that, I even mean, the
1: Google search—you just typed in New York Comedy Club, yeah—and thinking that that represented the entire state. It's true. The yeah. name
3: I could, yeah, 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 that that would be your Google search would also be the name of the club. Yeah. I mean, I booked a show myself in a venue in Kansas City, and I didn't know that there was more than one <laughs> until like someone was like, "Which Kansas City?" and I was like. Did I book the hotel in the same place as the show? <laughs> <laughs> They're like in different states. Yeah. How is there a Kansas City? A lot of people don't know in that in Kansas. I mean, that's weird.
1: Okay, right. That's weird. That's different. The only <laughs> the only reason why I know is, and we've had this conversation, and why I know geography is sports. Yeah, the Kansas City Royals, the Kansas City Chiefs are in Missouri kansas city missouri See,
3: sports very educational yeah i try
1: to tell my girlfriend this all the time like she doesn't know we went to baltimore a couple of weeks ago and she had not a clue nowhere she's like how far away is that I like i don't know three hours she's like is that by pittsburgh I'm like no how do you not know what are we how do you not know this but then she knows nothing about sports right so she has no idea why like why else would i know that's where very certain true. Things are. I
2: do relate cities like cities to sports. That's how I learned about cities. Like when I ESPN was like my yeah. zone was my first job in the city, so I just that's how I just associate different yep. cities.
1: I know time games. zones because of when the Steelers play out west. It's a <laughs> it's a later game back east, you know? I it just it's-
3: i know several different venues because i used to like the grateful dead a lot and so i knew like the Re- different like, like you follow head? them around i mean i wasn't i didn't really get to follow them before like jerry garcia died but i saw them a couple times but i did follow fish around for a little bit do you and so i do know you Call like, yourself a deadhead i haven't in a long time um but it, there was a period of my life where i would have yeah same with fish. That's great, but it was it was like a, a moment in time. I would still listen to the Grateful Dead. I don't know. I just would get to I get too nostalgic, and because I had this like I didn't keep listening, yeah. so there was like this huge gap. I did go to see Fish um, at Madison Square Garden this past New Year, like not New Year's but around the New Year's. They started out like
1: thirteen straight nights,
3: right? Yeah, but I hadn't seen them in um, I want to say like eighteen years, and like so with a full gap, and so I hadn't been to a show and. Um, and now it was, so, it was just so weird. I knew I couldn't do any hallucinogenics cause I was like, I was just going to trip out too much on like time and like nostalgia and stuff. Cause I, I went to the, I went to MSG and it was, it was probably the same people, but I hadn't seen that audience in 18 years. And now everyone, like there was just like so many bald spots that the lights were <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like no one was wearing patchwork corduroy pants or there were no white dreads anymore i mean that's probably for the best but like everyone probably just had like a mortgage and this was like their night out like that you know it was all guys that like probably their wives like go see your college band with your friends tonight you know and that was like their one I mean, on people, the tie-dye
1: shirt, that's way too tight.
3: Yeah, it looked almost like as if you were going to a sports game at MSG, like the crowd looked exactly the same, except for like a bit more like stone stoner, you know, but not it wasn't like the scene that I remembered like people weren't even dancing in the hallways and in the in the passage like i remember just being dancing like all over Madison Square I mean i was like also doing a lot of acid but like it was just like you know going you know i was and this time i went out to like sort of have a bit of more room to dance in the in the uh, in the stairs or like and people were like what are you doing you know like you got to stay in your seat and i was like what the f-? chill out like, oh, everyone no. like what happened what happened to you people <laughs> <laughs> you, know? was, like, so you and your
1: little mortgage cages yeah. <laughs> sit down I can't see fish <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it was totally like that. there's nothing to see lady they're playing the same song for the last 20 minutes okay
3: <laughs> exactly how no I was long, yeah
2: I'm sorry how long were you doing comedy before you quit law
3: no I didn't uh, I didn't have any overlap there was oh, yeah, so I, had, like whole time. Yeah, it's so it's so crazy to think about it now, but I didn't know anything about comedy, so I just I was like I'll leave law for 2 years because originally I was just going to take the time off to write a sitcom that took place in a war crimes tribunal and that was like <laughs> That sounds like so much fun. <laughs> Listen, I hope it gets made. Uh <laughs> There is a pilot script now all these years later finally. But um that was the plan and so uh and I just figured like I'll have two uh, 2 years off and if I don't like make it in comedy or like as a comedy writer or whatever i'll just go back to law no big deal like i felt like i had established myself a kind of enough that i could maybe go back um and i didn't and then i i started i did an open mic uh after, like you, you know just cuz i thought it would be helpful uh no it wasn't open it was a comedy stand-up class mm-hmm. and then I started doing open mics at the same time but the stand-up class I saw a guy I knew was like taking the stand-up class and I'm like oh that'll help me with like script writing to know like how it sounds and I don't know anyways and I immediately got hooked on on stand-up and then but still in my head I was like if I don't have an HBO special in two years like I know it's <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you know how everyone thinks I they could it. just do comedy yeah, I also yeah, yeah. thought I could just do com- <laughs> and I was like oh that'll be a clue to me that this isn't for me and then I'll just like go back to law yeah. no big deal you know <laughs> So that's why I just kind of and also I was like living in the Hague and um I didn't know about like whatever there was in Amsterdam there wasn't much and and so and yeah so I figured I would just I, ha- I had the money saved up I was like I'll just go back to Montreal I was in a relationship my girlfriend at the time owned a house like I was like I'll just start there and uh and so yeah I didn't I didn't really I'm really all or nothing I could never yeah that like you could see with fish I was like followed them and then I was done you know what I mean for like I, <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't have time to just see you a couple yeah. weekends a, a year no I to, every yeah. week or nothing if
1: I'm going to this concert I'm, really like I'm taking that. acid I'm dancing in the stairway and you can't tell me otherwise exactly or I'm just not going
3: yeah I mean when I got into I did like triathlon for two years but like otherwise I like will not go to the gym you know like there was like a period of time <laughs> where I was like <laughs> two like, years is your thing <laughs> that's huh? hilarious I, I was like yeah two years and then I'm like at least it's not for me um, <laughs> oh am yeah, I not in the Olympics well I like, guess this isn't for me but that's good though because it's like that just shows your your
2: dedication and that's probably why you did make it because yeah
3: i'm a bit obsessive about and then when i and then when i got into comedy i got really into it i'm still wondering this has been the longest thing because 10 years i there's part of me that still wonders like is there gonna be something else (laughs) because i was pretty into law like i i don't i it wasn't like when i was doing law that i was repressing something like i wanting to do comedy it wasn't like on my radar like nowhere I mean, law was really, I wanted to, because I was like kind of a hippie and I was, that's how I got interested in like human rights and um, work. And then I wanted to have a useful skill. So law kind of came from that. But no, it was just that once I was in my dream job, which at the time was like working at the UN and whatever, I, I, I realized that I wasn't that excited about like the jobs. of. I think you have to see the jobs above you. And if that isn't like so exciting to you, then like, what what are you doing? You know, so... I just didn't love, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. And um, I was, at the time I was watching a lot of um, The Daily Show uh, because luckily in, in Holland, it was like torrent at the time stuff. So I wasn't limited to just like Grey's Anatomy and Dutch on the television. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Jon Strow was like really having an impact uh, like politically on the conversation. It was like when Tucker Carlson got, canceled and crossfire and I was like oh comedy could also be a form of advocacy um I mean this is me really getting into it from like not a f- funny is funny but yeah. like maybe I could make a difference this way and um cool, but I wasn't a comedian so I just I just saw it like oh you could reach more people yeah. and this would be so much more fun and I've always loved um uh storytelling at least and 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 comedy and um so i kind of got into it and i was watching a lot of the office that's when i was like i want to write a script about my workplace etc and that that's sort of how it i got into it that was the pull into comedy and the push was just that i yeah
2: that's so awesome that you able i remember do you ever, you ever met vince august i think so uh i remember he when this is back in laugh factory days but he he was a judge and they found out that he was doing stand-up Oh, side. I read about this guy. Yeah, I think. and they were like, "No, you have to choose."
1: And who Vince August? No, who told him he had to choose? Oh, he—he's was- the judge.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, Whoever's high, the higher up, I guess. The I don't
3: professional know. organization of judges, <laughs> <laughs> like the bar, probably. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, a state then, or something.
2: Yeah, he chose. He chose comedy. And
1: well, none of us yeah. have heard of him. So <laughs> good choice. <Vince>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, he's doing, he, now I, I actually ran into him in Whole Foods, which made me think of him the other day, but he's doing a warm-up for uh, the... Judge Judy? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know what's funnier is just like the relationship to that that joke or the fact that Judge Judy would have a warm-up. <laughs>
3: Does she? I have no. I would love to see her show.
1: The bailiff comes out before she does. All right, folks. This is what's going to happen. Okay.
2: The <laughs> Daily Show. He's doing warm for the Daily Show. That's oh, good. that's cool. Cause my that is, brain Could not turn on. To now that's, I feel
1: bad. Sorry, Vince. <laughs>
2: that's
3: pretty good. This yeah.
1: Well, Jess, you you uh worked with IFC, correct? In the sketch show.
3: Oh yeah i was like i have seen I, like i was have like ice on the brain and i was like or like a government You've been i was deporting I was, people yeah i was like i was, I was like you work for the I, I was just like thinking of like law related stuff um yeah ifc well yeah i worked uh on there was a the last season which was season four of a show called baroness von sketch i was in the reading room for uh a short while and um it was an amazing experience and that season starts it's a, it's a CBC so it's a Canadian show it's shot in Toronto and IFC also bought it so it airs on IFC as well so it, the, that season that i wrote on starts on september 17th so pretty soon on CBC and then i think it like it's like a week later or something on IFC so i don't know yet like if what sketches if any of mine yeah made it uh, i know they definitely shot one of them so i hope it also made it onto the TV. That well, would be so cool to have a sketch I, on. TV. I don't want to
1: I don't want to ask the the bland question of uh do you like sketch or stand up better but mean I mean the oh I mean, sketch comedy like how did you get yeah. into sketch comedy did you get it from I mean, stand up or was it kind of something you've always done. And
3: they didn't know that I didn't know how to do sketch. <laughs> they knew me from, or one or two of them knew me from up Cause we'd done like one of the actors, sketch performers. She also does stand up and we'd been on a couple of shows together. And like Canada's pretty small in terms of the comedy community. Um, I did take uh, two levels of sketch writing at UCB, which was very helpful because I, I, it taught me how to actually, you know, what the structure was. So I had like a packet, but then that packet from UCB is very geared towards SNL. And this is a sketch show, which is for women in their 40s and you need to write sketches for them. And it's not like necessarily like parody stuff or you know, writing about Trump or any cold open stuff like that. So it was, uh, I wrote a packet that was for them, and then I got into uh, to the writer's room and I was, I was for sure the, the worst one, but <laughs> I like without question, but I also, yeah, I didn't have experience with sketch. I've definitely never performed in a sketch or written a sketch show, like for the stage. Um, it was only those classes at UCB. Thank God those really helped. And then, um, and then just, yeah, it's just a question of, it's just a different way to tell a joke. Because I'll have the idea of like the premise of the sketch. Like the sketch that I wrote that I think maybe we'll get on is, um, it's just about the idea when people are like, oh, you know, I'm just not into politics. You know, I just don't and I and I don't understand because when things are going the way that they are it just seems crazy to me that someone could be like oh, could you stop bringing me down that just really no I just don't really care I just don't really think about politics and so in this sketch it just gets like to the point where they're like in, it's like these two women are in a work camp and one of them's like yeah but don't you think this is like don't you think this is really bad? And she's like, Ugh, you know, I just really don't like to talk about politics. And then <laughs> they're like Finally digging like the most enormous grave for themselves, you yeah. know, I'm like, yeah. And that just I, I, just, I like, don't know if there's it, something wrong with me that digging the most enormous grave for themselves yeah, yeah. made me laugh that hard. <laughs> I think that like from what I, one of them told me when they, when they shot it, like they really exaggerated the size of the hole. Um, so I, I hope it makes it, but yeah, that's like something that is, oh, this really bugs me. Maybe I'll write a stand-up bit about it. But yeah. then it just like, show, this, doing it another way. The sketch allows way. the
1: visual as yeah. the, the hole itself is part of the joke and where yeah. if you're on stage trying to describe. So there's two women, okay? Picture this. They're yeah. digging a gigantic hole. You're like, you know, that just doesn't work out. Yeah. So it's a lot different. Ske- writing sketch and writing stand-up, it's like, how do you paint? Like, what brush are you using to paint the picture?
3: Well, stand-up, I'm a little bit limited because I'm not great with act-outs. I have thought of like, I, cause like you know you see Bill Burr is real. No, I know, but like I like there's some things, some jokes that I think of that r- would be well, like it, they would do well with it, the act out I have in mind. But I don't know that I can like execute it. Like Bill Burr is like so good with act outs. For example, he's like a real stand up who's like he really is good at the act outs. He, he brings you into that. I don't know if it was the joke with him at the end of the, like having a helicopter to prepare for the end of the world. And he's just like the way that he descri- like acts out the going in the, it just adds this whole other layer. That's so funny.
1: We were actually talking about that when uh, Dave Cyrus was here and he, uh, Bill is in the new movie that Dave is uh, making with Judd Apatow. And we were talking about how good of an actor Bill Burr has become. Mm-hmm. And we were saying that through his career, you've seen his act outs just get better and better and better. And I think that comes with him learning how to be an actor.
3: Yeah, I think it it really can add so much to a stand-up routine and uh but yeah, in this case I could just like give it that idea to the actors, know you know. But yeah, it's just a question of learning how to tell the joke in a dialogue between different characters and the setting and um and also to like keep in mind that there's like it's these four characters and that they there's like certain limitations not like the stage as not as limited as that but you know budgets and where how many places they can shoot it and mm. and and thinking of those kinds of considerations um but it was great i mean it, hopefully they get another season hopefully they'll let me back in that room
0: <laughs> yeah that was like uh the laugh mob laugh track show that where they do visualizations of parts of the joke yeah. there were a couple people i know that were like Yeah, they liked my joke, but it involves a lion, and they were like, we can't buy a lion, so (laughs) we can't do your joke. that
3: makes i mean that's what iman wanted actually for our crave tv special she was you like want a lion? she wanted to like come out on a lion or she's just like <laughs> like she's like such a leo i don't know if you've seen her album cover but it has yeah. a lion photoshopped into it it's like it, the more like dj khaled like oh leo God. gold like sultans of sunset that's themes amazing. you know and i was like they yeah i think i they don't have a budget for animation like, like, into leo she was last
0: month when it was oh Leo yeah time. oh yeah and I would see things on Instagram and Twitter I was like all right is a very proud Leo yeah
3: definitely it's a big deal yeah yeah I mean my my mom <laughs> my mom is as well she is yeah. uh, August 16th. she has the same birthday as Madonna so my mom didn't identify it as Leoness, but I was like exposed to it and prepared my whole life for Iman because of how my mom is. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom is even more so than Iman is. So. <laughs> I thought you were going to say my,
1: oh, my mom didn't describe it as Leonist, She described it as Madonna-ness.
3: Oh, yeah. And, maybe. She's, she's <laughs> not that cool. Yeah, she, Or, <laughs> or she's such a Leo. She wouldn't give credit to Madonna for any of yeah. how she is. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to see Madonna uh, next week. Nice. That's crazy. Yeah. Are you going to take She'll, acid? Do you are you going to dance <laughs> in the <laughs> aisles? <laughs> yeah, dance in yeah. the aisles on acid? No, going to see Madonna just makes me feel like I need to go to the gym. Like, she, she's so ripped. It's crazy what she what she can do in, like her age. She has a new I mean, music how old out, is she right? now? Like 60 she's 62? Yeah. Uh, two? Two, I think. Yeah. She, has, me hope. Yeah, she, she has new.
1: She has new music, right? I thought I heard it at yeah, Applebee's. Yeah, she's got stuff night. coming out, or d- just came out.
3: I dated a much older woman, and I know that her and Madonna are the same age. So that's cool Like years ago, I dated this one. Yeah. I mean, it's not even because I'm such a fan, or yeah, I am a big fan, but I. That's how come I know. I love how you give Madonna
2: credit is. to Saddam Hussein for your relationship. Oh yeah,
3: I know. I mean yeah not a tragedy <laughs> yeah listen um yeah because he invaded kuwait and that's what spurred my wife to come to canada and how we met and fell in love you know if not for him so romantic but it's like yeah but this if not for him it's like when people um give trump credit for all these mm. women running for congress yeah you know it's yeah, true
2: yeah it's a weird
3: e- It it just you don't want to give that man credit for anything because it it isn't, but if not for things being in the golden toilet, you know, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's
0: always the thing I think about, like, not the sort of, like, more like, traditional Christian idea of, like, it is God's will and things are happening for a reason, but almost the converse of, like, there are some circumstances where you need a
3: bad guy to spur on the good thing. Mm -hmm. And... Although right, this, right, someone's got to be the pray. bad guy. Although I, I really, I mean, this idea of it was always under the surface and it's good for it to come out. I don't know that it's good for it to come out. <laughs> I don't know why. I just don't. I don't agree with that. Yeah. The, the whole like, let's burn it down to the ground. Like the people who were like really wanting, um, like even some uh, people that wanted trump just to be like the whole system's fucked and they are very like a lot of moral equivalency between everything's the same everything's shit let's just have this guy like burn it to the bottom and then like i'm like i know like incremental positive change like <laughs> you were on our way <laughs> i mean, <laughs> i hate that like burn it to the ground shit yeah no or like let it all come out and like no those people shouldn't feel so emboldened you <laughs> yeah. know and yeah. also, many people are being radicalized, too, that maybe weren't yeah. just under the service. Yeah,
0: for sure.
2: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Anyway, I'm well, just well, not into politics. Uh, yeah. deep and positive yeah, note that we, <laughs> we just had, we, <laughs> we don't really get into politics <laughs> no. on this podcast. I don't it. really like to talk
0: about it. I mean, you know, reproductive <laughs> rights and whether I'm in a work camp, who cares? Um,
3: well, Margaret Atwood has her new book out.
0: Did you have, see that? Oh, really? Margaret
3: Atwood, yeah. The Testaments i think it just came out Interesting. and I, there was this because i know that you guys were wanting to talk about canada and stuff and she said like the most canadian thing she was being interviewed and um i think the interview i'm gonna paraphrase it because i don't remember exactly the back and forth but he said something like what are you most proud of and she was like i'm, I'm canadian we don't talk like that she's <laughs> like i could like tell you what i'm like the least embarrassed about you know or like you know yeah. something like that because it's just yeah that That's kind amazing. of you know um yeah, it's just so foreign. Yeah, sort of I mean, this narrative. is why it's yeah. like a not a great place for the entertainment industry, which is not about humility, you know. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, Anything sorry, did I bring like it down to... again? No, um, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go. But crying. we actually do have to <laughs> we have we to, wrap, have to wrap
0: this up. But I feel like we've talked about a lot of things that yes. we want to make sure we let people know where they can find it. Obviously, the El Salamons on, uh, on Instagram.
3: Instagram. It's a uh, the t h e e l s a l o m o n s and so that you can find everything about the duo act with my wife, I'm Jess underscore Solomon. And what else? I come uh, see me. When does this air? I'm going to be in Connecticut. Next week, on... Okay, so, so now... oh, it'll be after you're back from yeah, Connecticut. Connecticut. Um, I've never been to Connecticut. Oh yeah, you're at the, you're at the Fairfield Comedy Club this weekend, right? It's, it's, on, yeah, Saturday? on Saturday. <laughs> That's great. It's am yeah.
1: <laughs> <No, laughs> being totally sarcastic. Fairfield, it's a great, it's a great, is, it's a great little club. It's inside, a... it's inside of a hotel lobby, but okay. it's uh,
0: it's better <laughs> than it has any right to be, though. I, I <laughs> yeah. I've gone there twice now, and at first, when everyone was talking about it, I was like, this is, I can't believe that you got talked into being a part of this. This is ridiculous, blah, 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 blah. can't believe we're sending comics up there and telling them this is <laughs> going to be a good time. And then people started coming back, and like at first, there were some kinks that needed to be worked out, and then people started coming back and being like, it's actually pretty fun. Oh, cool. And uh, I went up, the first time I went up was with Michael Costa, and uh, it's great. It's it's so fun. Okay. The, fr- the later show gets a little rowdy, though. I'll warn you now, because it's BYO. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. boy, do wow. those desperate housewives like to BY Ooh. their own O. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I can't wait. Um, but yeah, so... <laughs> The IFC should be airing on
3: IFC maybe in a week or Baroness, two. Baroness, fun sketch. Yeah, uh, probably, in, yeah, this month, I'd say. Sometime. September. September, uh, check out their website. Um, and um, and yeah, if check. If you're Canadian, yeah. make sure you subscribe to Crave crave subscribe yeah, they to need crave. all the
1: help they can get apparently
3: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> they don't have many there, subscribers
0: There's no lions oh. there might be animation there's definitely a lady who
1: didn't want to come out on
0: TV.
3: yeah yeah i mean there. there when i said that thing when i got backstage the like person in charge of crave was like actually we have like seven, oh seven million subscribers oh uh-huh. <laughs> my um-
1: God. I was just trying to be fun you know, in a very awkward situation. Just trying to mind. get out of the
0: hole we had found ourselves in. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Thank
0: you, Jess. Yeah, thanks right. for Thank having you me. you so much. Thanks, Jess. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to This Is Not A Green Room. We are available wherever you get your podcasts, including Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes, as well as the Laughable app. And wherever you're listening to us, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating so that other people can find us and love us too. You can find us online at Not A Green Room on Instagram and Twitter, and you can check out the club at New York Comedy on Twitter and NY Comedy Club on Facebook and Instagram.